With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. As always, John Kelly here with my good friend, Jeremiah Stringer. And today we are going solo. There there are no guests tonight. Uh, We are recording this one for Wednesday. Is this actually not live? (laughs) This is actually not live this time. This is actually not live. So when I say it's not live, I mean, it really, it's not live. I mean, we're live for us. Yeah. But. We're in real time, present. There's nobody leaving comments right now. I didn't screw this one up. So <laughs> Hey, I will shape. say, Merry Christmas, everybody. Did you see my sweater? No, it's a big microphone for all. Oh, it's an elf sweater. I like it. Yeah? I like it, man. That looks really good. Yeah. I mean, it is Jeremiah Stringer we're talking about here, so you know it's got to look good. This That's from, all there is to it. This is from Bronner's in Michigan. Dude, we Bronner's. went up to this. Yeah. Chad from UGQ, he introduced me to the store called Bronner's, and it is 1 million square feet, and it is all Christmas all the time. It's open like 360-something days a year in Frankenmuth, Michigan. Frankenmuth. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty far north. It's a long drive from my house, but... So, you're saying good things come out of Michigan? <laughs> Do you get rubbed the wrong way by the football? oh trust me all my michigan friends let me know just how they've beat us three years in a row yes i I have dealt with that oh also Uh, but today i mean i am rocking let's see if we can show you guys this the uh oh you got the browns hoodie oh i got the good old cleveland browns hoodie going yeah man dude i represent i may or may not be going to the cleveland browns versus the Bengals in cincy in january Oh, nice. May or may not. Nice. I don't know. We'll see We'll see if it works out. But if it does, I'm going to go um, and be entertained by your Browns. I mean, the Bengals don't have Joe Burrow anymore. So I'll tell you what, though. That, that Browning guy that got a quarterback is looking pretty dang good. Just yeah. Saying. Yeah. He's no Joe Burrow. But, uh, yeah, they they don't look that bad. They, they, got, they, they got a little something going right now. Yeah, I mean, Cincinnati's quarterback is, is good, but he's fragile. Yeah, he gets hurt a lot. Of course, I can't say anything. So does mine. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, so let's, let's talk. Let's talk backpacking because I'm sure people are going. Why are they talking about football? Um, today we're going to do kind of a fun little thing that you and I worked up. Yeah. Um, just like a lot of other people, we use our phones for everyday life. We use them for cameras, video cameras. We use them for flashlights, calculators. We browse the internet, we watch YouTube videos, but one of the reasons backpackers use their phones in the backcountry so much 
is for GPS. And so today, Jeremiah and I have decided we are going to share with you guys our top five GPS programs that we like to use personally. And we're going to kind of list those out real quick. Uh, Jeremiah will do his first and just let him list them all out and explain why he has them picked the way he does. And if you're watching on the video, you'll get to see those up on the screen. If you're not, you're going to hear about them. And uh, take notes. Uh, because Jeremiah is probably right, and I'm probably wrong on this one. <laughs> no. um, I just know what I like, and he knows what he likes. But uh, Jeremiah, would you like to hit that drum roll and share your favorite five GPS programs? Yes, and let me preface this. Um, we are talking the best backpacking apps that the world has to offer. These are the premier apps that everybody should be using and Everybody. if you're using a different app, well, you should probably just throw your phone in the lake. And and I do want to say these are based on personal experience. <laughs> yes. That's important. That's important. That's important because there's an app that you have on yours that I don't have on mine. And it's not because I don't like the app. It's because I've never used it. Oh, you just So that doesn't see. mean it's bad. It just means I haven't <laughs> used it. I have no experience with it. All right. Drum roll, please. There it is right there, people. Number right. one is... Far out, dude. Far out. This used to be called Gut Hook. Did, have you ever bought it before? Yeah, I actually own the program. I've just not had... I've never been on a trail that uses it. Okay, and then this is ranked from number one to last. Also, I'll give an honorable mention to Onyx Backcountry, which I want to talk a little bit more about later, but my number one was Far Out. Second best was All Trails. Third is Earthmate. Fourth is Gaia. And fifth is Google Translate. More to come on that. I like it. That's a good list, man. That's a really good list. So why was why was Far Out your favorite app of all of them? Well, as many people already know, I did the Camino de Santiago over the summer. And, um, we were over there for a while. And if you've ever done like the Appalachian trail or you bought a longer trail on the app far out, formerly known as gut hook, then you know that it's like a really good app. Um, I mean, it tells you everything that you need to know whenever it comes to the trail. It has like the water sources, it has the shelters, it has like spots of interest. It has side trails. It has like, it, it, it you can comment as a user, so, I mean, it. the only thing it doesn't have is pictures. And I think it did have pictures on there before, but, like, it's they took it off because it's just way – like, think about how many thousands of people download gut, or uh, Far Out for just the Appalachian Trail every year. So you got to imagine, oh, yeah. if you're yeah. the person that's hosting this app, like, having that much user input has to be more expensive. And, like, there's not enough – people to sift through the information. We're not talking about like Google resources. You know, we're talking about, right. you know, uh, a backpacking app. But I'll tell you, on the Camino, um, I used it on there literally all the time because while you're using it, you, you can click and it'll tell you exactly how far away you are by the trail from wherever you're going. So like if we're trying to stop at this place and have lunch, I click on it and it says, you know, you're 2.4 kilometers from there. And then you can really gauge how long it's going to take you. It's got an elevation profile. I mean, I could sing the praises all day 
And I think they're adding the Sheltoe Trace on there. So if you're actually, they just did this past year. They just added it. Oh, see, there you go. And it's got it's got all kinds. It's got all the major long trails, you know, across the U.S. But yeah, I definitely would suggest downloading it if there's ever a trail that you're going to be doing that's on there because it's worth it. I think it was like ten bucks to buy the Camino for the route that we did, and the, I think yeah. the Appalachian Trail was sixty dollars. So I think it's well worth it. You know, to have access to all of that. Yeah, and and uh, what little I've I've had the chance to play around with it. It is nice where it shows um, not only elevation pro t- profiles and the maps themselves, but it also does show like water sources and campsites. And I mean, those things are huge. Um, I'll tell that, you. So that that is nice. While I was on the long trail, the 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 main thing that I used it for was uh, dread. I would basically just use it to psych myself out over and over and over. Here's what you do. You go on the elevation profile and you say, hmm, I have to climb this mountain and there are no switchbacks. So if you're looking at the elevation profile of where you're at, it kind of shows you on the GPS. It puts you on the side profile of that. And then you can zoom in and the screen will tell you what the grade is. So you know, like if I'm going up, 900 feet per mile or maybe it's 900 feet and a half a mile or whatever just some extreme mountain you you know ahead of time how much this is going to suck so i did that over and over and over every so, time it's like a gut punch so you use the app to embrace the suck <laughs> yeah that's one way to describe it nice nice <laughs> so number two on yours was all trails yeah. This is kind of controversial that it's that high on your list. So I'm I'm curious about what you think. Well, why do you think it should be lower? I'm I'm just saying what other people say. Oh, okay. Like one of my favorite videos that's come out, and we actually showed it a few weeks ago on the show, was a, a girl saying, We're hikers. We use all trails, even though we know it could kill us. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, at me, if you don't use all trails, I think all tra- all trails is great. It's like the the equate version of uh, far out. Yeah, it's like if you went to Walmart and you're like, man, I can't afford, you know, the good Q-tips. I'm, I'm not going to get the box that says Q-tips. I'll get the Equate or, you know, I'll get the cheap milk. I'll go with the great value. Yeah, Sam's Best or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, it's like the store brand of apps. But, you know, it gets the job done and users can add data. So, like, if you're out in the woods, you can take a picture of the campsite and then whenever you get home or if you have service, you can upload that, and then people can turn that on to where they can see your picture and your campsite and your comments, et cetera. So I think it's great for discovering you your tongue. Trails. You ever bit your tongue listening to someone talk before? <laughs> no. It's probably because you're wanting to talk so bad. I can see you. You're I, ready. I literally just bit the inside of my mouth. when I, I wanted to talk, but you were going inside to stop myself. When I did, I literally just bit. <laughs> Right here. And if anybody was uh, watching online, you probably saw me make a weird face and then kind of do this and then rub my – that. that's what happened. Uh, you're good. I didn't want to cut in on you. Well, but, um, thanks for being I do so want to say a major con of all trails if I can. Okay, go ahead. The fact that users can put trails on there is also a major con. Yeah. I almost got into what could have been a very serious accident because of someone putting the wrong trail on all trails. Oh, what happened? I was in uh, North Carolina at, uh, oh, what is it? The, what's the gorge there? Um, Linville? The Linville Gorge. I was at the Linville Gorge. And uh, someone had put a trail on and said you could take this and connect it from this place to this place and hike around. 
So uh, I jumped on that trail and was hiking along. I got to where I was supposed to be able to walk across, and it was a 50 to 75-foot drop-off. Oh, good Lord. Had that been at night, I could have been in some serious trouble because I wouldn't have – you might not have seen it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so so you've got to be really careful. I, one of the things that I've I, – I, a little spoiler, All Trails is also on my list. But um, the thing that I like about All Trails is I can take that GPS – file that I make from a trip and put it in a more trustworthy uh, app that can show me if the trail's actually there. And uh, that's really nice. So, I, but I do want to say, if you're using all trails, use some wisdom with it because just because it's in there doesn't mean it's actually a trail. And I can't tell you, um, I've talked to several different forest rangers and stuff who have said that all trails is the biggest culprit they know of for people getting lost. Because mm. people put trails on there that aren't there and claim that they're trails. So just heads up on that one. Yeah. Can I play devil's advocate to your devil's advocate? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. It wouldn't be a good podcast if you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Some controversy, some conflict. Okay. So what what would be your rebuttal if um, you know, somebody were to say it's on the person going into the outdoors to make sure they're prepared and to make sure that they have researched or called the necessary people. You know, like we went to Cumberland Gap and I had to go to the visitor center and pick up permits. And then like she helped me map out the camp spots and show me the trails and all this and sent me on my way with like five maps. So I know that's not available for all areas because that was a national park service and that was federal land. Right. So what would you say though, to the people that say, yeah, that that's on the person who is the user of the app, and maybe um, check check the sources. So if the app tells you that it's user generated versus um, the app developer generated, which I don't know if they even do trails on there, it might all be user generated. I have no idea. But what would you say to that person that says it's on the the hiker? I would say I just said the same thing, like double check the maps, <laughs> you know, like that's, that's what I do. Like, I don't, I don't trust all trails, but I do like going to all trails to see if there's places I haven't been to. And then I pull it into other apps. I'll do some research and see if the trails are there and then I'll go. But all trails is great for discovering stuff. I think that is exactly what I was going to say. It's my yeah, number I think, one I think for all trails is good for that. Yeah, yeah. Cause you can like, you can zoom in on a region and then it shows like, oh, there's eight trails on this area or you can like search an area. But I'll tell you, right. they need to optimize their search. Um, I, <laughs> yeah, they do. I love all trails and um, we've worked with them a little bit on this podcast, actually. They helped us with some giveaways and gave away some year subscriptions and, you know, that was awesome. But they so need to opt- part of the problem. <laughs> well, <laughs> here I, they're not paying me today. But, but all uh, serious, I mean, all trails is a great program. I mean, it's on my list too. And you'll find out about that in a little bit, but, uh, you just use wisdom. I mean, if, if you see something that's not a normal trail and it does say that it's an unmarked trail, do a little research, make sure you find out for a fact that that's there. Cause like I said, I could have been really hurt if, uh, I had trusted what was on the trail mm-hmm. that I, that I saw on there. Yeah. You want to bring the list back up? Oh man, more than anything in the world. Are we gonna do the drum roll? I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Earthmate, dude. Earthmate, this is something 
that uh, I could gripe on a little bit. I feel like oh, yeah. I paid hundreds of dollars for a Garmin InReach Mini. And with it comes some software. And maybe it's my fault because I haven't taken the time to figure out how to like upload the maps that you can make. I think it's a GPX file. You can put those on your watch because I have a Garmin InReach. And then I have the EarthMate app on my phone, which lets you mm-hmm. text with it. And then I have a uh, Garmin Phoenix 6, which is like the That's a great like watch. last year's model of the Garmin Phoenix or the which previous year. It was great last year, and it's great this year. It's a good watch. Yeah, it's been doing great. And, uh, you know, I could sing the praises of that all the time. It's my daily wearing watch. But I'll tell you, I, th- I feel like that everything on my phone, my watch, and my Garmin inReach should be, like, totally synchronized. It should be, like... It should be like Apple products, dude. You know, it should be like when I go from one device to the other, I don't have to think about it. I shouldn't have to go to the Connect app on my phone to see my steps and my energy levels and all the data from my watch and then go to a different app to text on the Garmin inReach. And then in that app, have to go to a different menu to, uh, to do different stuff with the map. You know, I really like the app. And uh, it's super accurate, and you can, like, download and do stuff offline just like the other ones. But the the thing that I don't like is that it's not a natural transition between the different uh, parts that Garmin owns. Like, come on, Garmin. Mm-hmm. This is a, a, a tens of millions so, of dollars company. So you're saying they need an all-in-one app that just does it all. Yeah, why wouldn't they already have that? I don't get it. I don't know, man. They're not Apple. Yeah, you got that right. I have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes so, so you've got you've got that as your number two. Your number three. No, is that was Gaia GPS. That was my number three because far oh, out I mean, was sorry, number your one. Number four is Gaia GPS. Yeah, Gaia. The only reason that's on the list is because other people, for some reason, always send me files to open on Gaia. So. Maybe they know something I don't, and maybe it is one of the best apps out there. I've used it a few times on trips. I think I used it last time I was in the Smokies, but uh, I'm not a huge fan. I feel like there's a learning curve whenever it comes to using it, and I feel like if you are going to design technology like this, then you should think it out in such a way that it's going to be as like my grandma could use it is the way that it should be, you know? So, having to do, I know it gets a little bit complicated whenever you're making your own files and then you're uploading them and stuff, but I think that make it easy to use. So, that's why it's so far down the list for me. Fair enough, man. Well, you want to see what, let's talk about your fifth one? Yes. My fifth one is Google Translate. Because <laughs> this is definitely not a backpacking app. So I'm, I'm curious, like, where you're going with this. I'm assuming it has to do with you being overseas. Yes. Whenever we were on the Camino, this was in Spain. So obviously Spain, they speak Spanish. And if you will download, you know, English and Spanish so you can use it offline on the app, it will help save your life. Maybe literally. But for real, like, if you're, you're just you know, trying to get a drink or you're trying to check in or you're trying to ask somebody a question, like you can speak and then it will translate exactly what you said into their language. So I'll give you an example. Dude, my friend Clemens 
poor guy left his he has a passport card because he's in the European Union and his his passport card he doesn't need to take his passport everywhere they can just like travel back and forth between the countries you know that's part of the European Union so this is his ID right and he leaves it in one of the hostels and and then doesn't know it and not the next night but the next one so it had stayed at the hostel for a night without him knowing it was gone. And then we got to the hostel the next day. And at this point, you know, you're like, I don't know, 40 kilometers away or something. You'd have to take a taxi back. Like you're not going to be able to walk that in a day. Like that's a full day's walk, like a 12 hour walk or something, you know, that's far. So, um, anyway, the Google translate app saved our behinds because he didn't speak Spanish, you know? Right. He's Dutch. You know, so. <laughs> okay, shoot straight with me for a second. Yes. How entertaining was it listening to a Dutch guy try to speak Spanish? <laughs> he knew some stuff, man. It was his fourth Camino. He would, he knew he knew how to say stuff like, um, you know, what slang. What about the accent? What, what did a Dutch accent sound like doing Spanish? It probably sounded better than mine. I mean, I'm gringo, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got no great. no leg to stand on whenever it comes to my accent, <laughs> so I better make, better not make too much fun. But yeah, we You're sounding awful Appalachian racist right now. <laughs> yeah, there's some linguistic racism in here. So <laughs> he uh, he had me to help him. We kind of used the app to translate back and forth with the lady at the hostel, and had her to call the previous hostel. And so they could speak in Spanish to try to convey what well, you know. Where's the passport? Turns out, though, hopefully I'm not spoiling his video if he's putting that in there. But turns out that the police had his passport. Yeah, and uh, we done the rest of the wow. trip. We done the rest of the trip without it because he had a picture of it on his phone. So everywhere we went was okay with just a photo of his passport card, which could have been totally, okay. could totally fraudulent. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. But it wasn't. You can trust those people. There you go. Yeah. There you go. The Netherlands. Well, that's right. an awesome list, man. Let's yeah. let's review it one more time just to make sure people can see that that uh far out was your number one. Your number two was all trails. Earthmate comes in at number three, Gaia GPS at four, and it's closed out with Google Translate as your number five app. Mm-hmm. So Jeremiah, would you like to see my top five list? I'm ready. You ready for a drum roll? I'm just hoping I don't get booed at the end of the drum roll. Oh, here we go. There it is right there. So for my top five, I actually went with Gaia GPS as number one. All trails came in at number two on mine as well. Uh, Avenza apps or maps, I'm sorry, Avenza maps came in at number three. Onyx Backcountry at four and Natural Atlas at five. So wow. funny you were talking about Gaia. One of my favorite things about Gaia is how easy it is to use. Oh my gosh, <laughs> how lazy am I to not go in there and figure Seriously. out how to use it? Uh, I've, you know, I've done trips all over the place using Gaia, uh-huh. and all you have to do is click where the trail starts and just click at points throughout the trail, and it makes the map as you go, and. You can do this on any trail. It's got it's got off trails at different places, um, and I love it because all I have to do is is 
do that and save it. And the moment I save it online, it saves to my phone. So when I pull up my phone, that map's there and ready to go, um, which is awesome. I don't have to like download it to my phone or anything. It just, it updates. And uh, so that's great because the moment you open up your phone after you've uploaded it online, you're ready to run. And uh, it's great. One of, one of the things I love too with all trails is I'll take an all trails trail. Mm-hmm. I will download the GPX file from it and drop it into Gaia and then go in and fix the things that I need to fix. So, I mean, I think it's great. It gives you the elevation profiles. It, it'll have little markings where campsites are on the, on the uh, website online. Um, and of all the online websites, I really like Gaia's the best. Uh, for me, it's just been so easy to use and you can download so many different layers for the maps. So if you want a topo map, you can download a topo map and that can be your map. If you want um, something with uh, like your standard map, like you get on a lot of the the apps, you can do that. They've got, I can't even name all the different maps. I think the layers, there's like 10 different layers or something like that, that you can throw on for a map and you can change the opacity on those so that they can overlay over one, but you can still see what's underneath it. And uh, yeah, so I'm a huge Gaia fan. Like, massive Gaia fan and I've been using it now for five years and I love the app like tremendously love the app um pay for it every year um because I think it's worth it so let me ask you a couple questions about it yeah so I pay for all trails and I can look on the subscriptions on my phone I think it's like 25 dollars a year yeah so I'm wondering is is Gaia about the same amount I think it's thirty. Oh, the all trails is thirty five ninety nine. Hmm, I didn't know. Yeah, I'm thinking it's like I think guy is thirty or thirty five maybe. Okay. Might be thirty five. So they're probably comparable or within five yeah. ten bucks of each other. Yeah, but I, I pay for both. To be honest, I pay for both of them because I think they're they're both they both have their own uses. I think all trails is good for looking stuff up. I think guy is good for building the maps because okay. I like to build trips and actually do my own thing and it's a whole lot easier to do it on gaia than it is on anywhere else i See, think i i build the maps on all trails and then it it like i guess it saves to the cloud like you're saying with gaia and then if you want right. to access it online you open the app and you click on download mm-hmm. but i'll tell you <laughs> this i'm gonna throw a little shade at mr backpacking with jason sir he loves all trails. <laughs> he loves all trails, but he doesn't love the update. <laughs> Do you oh, know? Really? Yeah, you know what? Have you used it since the update? No. <laughs> they updated I'm pull up it right now while you're talking about it. <laughs> well, they updated it and they changed the menus around like just a little bit. So, like before, oh, they did. <laughs> yeah, before some stuff was in some different locations. But here's the number one problem that Jason has with it. Remember, he's backpacking with dad, all right? So don't forget that. <laughs> so he, You're right about that. He has his phone set on the largest font possible. Okay, so when he opens his iPhone, like mine is normal. Mine is like whatever the default percentage of the Zoom is, mine is at. And I realize that may change in 10 years when I turn 40, okay? But until then, I can make fun of Jason for it. So... 
without his readers, he can see his he can see his phone still. But since the font is set at such a large text, it blocks his view on all trails. So he hits like just this little <laughs> bitty window. <laughs> <laughs> so he's trying to like, <laughs> you know, you put your finger. That's awesome. <laughs> you put your finger on the elevation profile and you can see it like live on the map where that would be. And so like when you oh, move man. it on the elevation profile, it traces it on the map with the little cursor. Well, right. he can't, can't see, see the it. map. No, because it's like a, a tenth of the screen is all that's showing. So I tried to tell him to just turn his font and he's like, it's not the font. It's the app. I was like, well, it worked yeah. fine before. So maybe yeah, he a lot of people update. don't realize that that Jason and I are the same age. <laughs> You're both young at heart, uh, but I just love calling backpacking with Dad when we're the exact same age. <laughs> There's just something fun about that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So, okay, so so that's my number one's guy, and my number two is all trails. And I think we've talked enough about all trails at this point and how I like to use it that we don't need to talk about that anymore. But I do want to go to my number three because this may not be a familiar one with a lot of people. But Avenza Maps is one I really have grown to like. And Avenza Maps is one you use in certain locations. One of the big ones would be uh, Linville Gorge. And it's kind of like the gut hooks for Linville Gorge uh, when you use it. Uh, it has all the water sources down there because there's not a huge through-hike trail that goes through the Linville Gorge. So you're not going to find it on Far Out. Doesn't, um, the, doesn't the sea to something go through there? Maybe. What's that called? Oh, yeah, the uh, oh, Sea to Summit. It's no. not Sea to Summit. That's that's almost what it's I said. That's the I know what you were talking about. It's Oceans to Trails. Is that what it's called? Sea to Trails. I don't know. I'm pretty sure know. that I that's, know what you're talking about, that's probably though, the yeah, biggest trail. Yeah, that does trail. go through there. But you can't do, like, any of the loops or anything like that. Right, that on right. far out. Yeah. So, like, if you're, if you're a weekend warrior and you're doing trails that aren't long trails, far out is very useless. Yeah, um, yeah. Because you just can't use it for those trips, um, which doesn't make Far Out a bad app. It's just it has a very specific use for it. Um, but Avenza, you can do all kinds of trip planning and stuff with it. I don't like it as much as Gaia, and it doesn't have as many trails on it as all trails as far as like when you do searches. But there are certain places where if you go, you can use Gaia and all trails all you want, but it's not going to be as good as Avenza. And so um, Avenza really has a place in there where it belongs. And the Linville Gorge is a big one. And honestly, I'm glad that somebody uh, that I saw on trail when I was there showed that to me. Because I'd never used it, didn't even know the app existed. And I missed a water supply on my way to my camp. And I remember having to, uh, I had to filter water out of a pond oh. that was just <laughs> disgusting. I mean, the water didn't taste, it was, I mean, it was clean. It was filtered, but it tasted you know how it is. If water tastes bad, the filter's not getting rid of the taste. I was going to ask you if you could taste like the, it almost tastes swampy. Yeah. Oh, it did. It was gross. It didn't smell bad. It was just the taste. Yeah. You got to I use... mean, I, I'll have to find a picture and show you sometime. The I had my uh, water bag and I had filled it up and it was like almost black oh. because of all of the like algae and bugs and stuff that got in there when I was doing the water. What filter did you use? I use the uh, platypus quick draw. Okay, got the job done. So, oh man, tore it up. It was awesome. Mm, I stopped Absolutely using awesome. Mine. I mean, yeah, I had to clean that filter out when I got home. Oh <laughs> yes. Yeah. When I back flushed it, man, it was disgusting. The stuff that was coming out of the back end of it. 
You know, but the water came out clean. There were no particles. Nothing. I mean, it was. They did a great job. I should have. Uh, I should have kept all these filters that I've tossed. You know, over the years, and cut yeah. them all in half. I've still got all mine. Yeah. Why don't you cut them all in half? Well, it's kind of hard. I don't. I don't want to destroy them yet. I need to get a second one of most of them before I do that. <laughs> well, how many filters does a man need? Well, if you're doing videos on filters, you got to have filters to show people. Yeah, yeah. Well, mine would have just been props mm. then because once mine stop up and, dude, Throw I back away. flush them. No, I back flush them, but once it gets to the point where it's too annoying, then I say, ah, oh, what's another $30? Throw that in the trash, you know, and <laughs> just buy a new That's the American yeah. way, right? Throw that one away. It's yeah. inconvenient. I'll just buy yeah. a new one. So, anyways, that was Avenza Maps. Yeah, um, I've never yeah. Uh, used Avenza Maps, and I Googled it, you know, just to look at some images of kind of what the user interface looks like. And um, I'm wondering, is there any, is it all over the U.S. or all over the world that you can use this, or is it mostly localized to Linville Gorge? It's not mostly localized to Linville Gorge. Just Linville Gorge is one of those ones that it just does a great a great job with. Okay. So it's there are certain places because it's it's also very user friendly as in like almost like social networking. People will put stuff on it. And and so apparently somewhere along the way in the Limbo Gorge, everybody was using Avenza apps and putting it stuff on there. And I, I hear there's a, there's several places like that through the U.S. that have used Avenza maps that way. Did so it, did it have mostly uh, you think it was mostly Android phones? Because that's the vibe I'm getting just from a quick Google search. I have genuinely no idea on that one. All right. No clue on that. Go ahead. Go ahead. But uh, so that that was my number three. My number four on the list was Onyx Backcountry. And honestly, the only reason Onyx is getting on there is because of an update they did recently. Um, for me, Onyx is is it's okay. I mean, it's not bad, but I feel like it's it, they took the hiking project. I don't know if you you remember the hiking project app that REI used to have. And uh, I use that app a lot on the Sheltoe Trace um, because Gaia, one of the thing, one of the faults of Gaia is that when you're hiking, there's not an elevation profile you can look at while you're hiking. Um, so if there's a big hill coming, you need to find a way to find that. And a lot of times I do, uh, I'll, I'll use, I use the hiking project for that. Um, but they took the hiking project and kind of tried to morph it into the hiking project meets Gaia. Um, and it's okay. I mean, some if if that's what you learn on, you're probably gonna love it. You're probably gonna think it's the greatest app ever, and you're gonna want to use it all the time. Um, but for me, it at least when I've used it, it's been glitchy. I've lost connection with it before. Um, I've had maps that I downloaded onto my phone and they just disappeared. Um, it, but I do like the one update that I like that they have right now, and I'm a big fan of, is uh, you can see property lines on it which I really like that because here in, in Kentucky anyways, with the, the Daniel Boone national forest, a lot of the Daniel Boone is owned as private property. And if you're not careful, you could set up your tent and stuff and it be up, be on someone's property and not know it and get yourself in trouble. And so that is a, that was a great update. Um, I wish the other apps would, would kind of follow suit on that one. Um, I'm sure you have to get some kind of licensing to have those, that kind of right. But, uh, it is nice. Uh, actually, Onyx started out as a hunting app, um, and they were created for deer hunters mostly or big game hunters. Um, 
who were trying to find where the land that they were hunting on ended so that they didn't break laws and get themselves in trouble and all that, get fined and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it was more geared towards that. And then they decided a few years back to go ahead and enter into the backcountry backpacking uh, crowd. So it's a good app. It's just, uh, for me, it's number four because um, I've used it. It's not bad. It's just, if if I'm going to use one, I'll, I'll stick with Gaia for what it does as opposed to Onyx. Um, and then my last one is probably one a lot of people haven't heard of. It's called Natural Atlas. Um, it's a little bit newer, and I haven't used it a lot, but I like the potential of it. Um, I think it's uh, – who was it that was using this online? Um, my Life Outdoors. Uh, he was using this with uh, – with his on his channel one day and so i contacted him and asked him about it and he said uh he said he loves it it's his favorite app and dude knows his stuff so i figured i'd at least download it and check it out um i haven't paid for it but uh the paid options seem like they're pretty solid it's more one that i have up there just because i'm i'm curious about it more than anything else what's it called um, natural outlet atlas natural atlas I keep saying natural. I'm trying to say Atlas for some reason instead of Atlas. Natural, natural Atlas. Atlas, Atlas is in yeah. like the old maps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just gave it a quick. One break. of the things I like about Natural Atlas is they actually give you street views, which is really nice. A lot of your hiking apps don't give you street views of on the maps where you can actually see like buildings and stuff if you zoom in. Um, which could be really useful if you're doing a long hike and you're having to do a stop in town. That would be really useful to have. I mean, a lot of people just use Google Maps for that, but I mean, if you had it all in one app and you didn't have to use two different apps to do it, that would be good. Can you so, do Street View on Google Maps on your phone? On Google you can, yeah, but not the other hiking apps. No, but on Google Maps on your phone, like you can do yeah. Street View. Okay. Oh, yeah. I haven't tried it. I know you can do it on the computer. You just dropped a little yellow man. Used to be the coolest thing ever, dude. You know? Oh, yeah. Internet oh, yeah. came out. And I, do, and I, gotta, I, I gotta say, too, I do have a uh, uh, an app that's not a hiking app, so I didn't put it on here. Um, but I do have a special mention for um, one app that I use on almost all my hikes just to kind of track how I'm doing, and that's Strava. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I use that so much. When I, when I get done with a hike... Um, I set my Apple watch up and my, uh, my other watch that I have, my Sunto watch, so that they send a signal to Strava and post my, my hikes to that. So I've got really good like metrics as far as like how fast was I hiking, what was my cadence like, what was my heart rate like as I was hiking, um, all those kinds of things. So for like the fitness end of hiking, uh, Strava is just an awesome app. Do you um, attach pictures and stuff to Strava, or do you? Sometimes, not? yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do sometimes. Now, whenever I was on the Camino, somebody had an app like Strava, and he showed me like trips that he had been on, and then it'll put a little montage together for you, and it'll like it will. Oh wow! It'll follow behind, like um, you know, if kind of like Google Earth. So you can see the elevation and like the terrain and stuff, and it it'll just zoom real quick across you know wherever you backpacked or hiked, and then it'll like show pictures along the way and stuff. Very very cool. I think that it's, is it was cool. something penguin. Gosh, I had to text him and and ask what it was penguin? called. 
Yeah, I don't know. He's <laughs> this Steve from California. California Steve. We had a, a bunch of different Steves on trail. California Steve travels a lot. Like I think he's like right now in is Africa. It, is it a hiking app? Um, I don't know if it's necessarily hiking. I think it's more of a fitness and memor like a memories app. It's like Strava, but it it puts together a presentation for you for the trip. Which I thought was really cool. You know, I'm I was already recording my trip and everything, so I I didn't know how applicable it'd be. But after seeing like it follow behind you, kind of like walking in third person along yeah. the trail, I was like, yeah, that would be great B roll and would like really it would be good setup shots for. Uh, you so know, you have to set, have it set up with a camera or a. No, it's just like in the app. You know, it's tracking your fitness, and then like when you take a picture somewhere, it automatically uploads it to the the app interesting yeah i'll have to ask him what it is you think that before we wrap um we can talk a little bit about onyx because i had a yeah you said you had a story <laughs> about onyx that you wanted to share well I don't, and uh i don't know if it's necessarily a story i just when onyx onyx was onyx hunt and mm-hmm. You know, they have this technology, like you said, where they can you can see property boundaries. So I got a buddy that's, he works for the Forest Service. And, you know, they go out and mark timber and stuff like that. And he uses it to see those boundary lines. And that's a U.S. federal, you know, employee yeah. out doing woodwork. Yeah. So, you know, that's fairly official. Got to be pretty accurate. And then I think they integrated that same technology in Onyx Off-Road or something like that. They yeah. have an off-roading yeah. app. I don't remember what it's called. And well, I think it's I think it's Onyx Offroad. I think okay. that's what it's called. So th- that was really popular. And then I I got on board, you know, somebody hooked me up with one of the reps at Onyx and they offered me a contract, like advertised for them for so many months on YouTube. And I accepted the contract and used the app and everything. And I gotta say the app was great, but I feel like their number one issue is Whenever you're trying to get people to use that app, there's only two models you can use and make money. You can either make people pay a subscription or you can put advertisements on it. Like those are your two options in modern American consumerism culture. So they went the route of making you do a subscription. So you can get a free subscription, but I think it's only seven days. And then after that, there's no free version unless they've changed it since I worked with them. So I think their number one barrier, you know, they have so much money because they already were so big in the hunting world. So that company has thousands of employees and millions and millions of dollars. So, you know, they have a pretty good budget. So they bought several apps, including the hiking project that was by uh, REI. And, you know, I went to like click on... Uh, a map that was via the hiking project and it took me to the onyx app so yeah like my phone has uninstalled the hiking project app because i hadn't opened it in so long you know like the auto iphone like it adds it to the cloud but you'd have to re-download it to use it so i don't know if i can even re-download it like i don't know i'm doing it right now yeah see if you can open it because i I, if i had to guess installed it if i had to guess it's going to give you a link to onyx or something I like actually to... no, it just picked up uh, where I'm at. Oh, really? It still works. It's still, but it's very much Onyxy. 
I mean, well, I don't know why you wouldn't try to push all those customers to Onyx and then just shut that app down. You know, if you can buy all the yeah. other apps and kill them, you're you're you have to be the number one app. Right. So, I. I just thought it was interesting working with them and really getting uh like kind of like a fly on the wall type deal yeah. to see how a backpacking app company develops and how much feedback that they accept from, you know, the people they're working with and right. You know, we didn't break up with any bad blood or anything. I don't think I made them enough money for them to keep paying me is yeah. you know. Well, I will say um I mean, I'm I'm looking at uh, the 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 hiking project right now, and it's still up, but it looks just like it looks like Onyx Backcountry. And Onyx mm-hmm. Backcountry, if everybody knows about it, it's got it's a big blue square with an X in it. I'll bring up the logo on screen, so if you're watching the video, you can see it. But um, it's just that big blue square with an X in it. Well, Backcun the uh, hiking project just looks like um, Onyx with green. <laughs> So, I mean, it's so really just, all it's different. They copied the app over. Oh. Copy and paste that yeah. code. Basically, basically. So, yeah, man, it's it's amazing the different apps that are out there. There was a story I read recently, and this is this is just some encouragement for people. Like, like if you're out and you're wanting to do some backpacking, use backpacking apps that are trusted with trails. Don't don't get on Google Maps and try to hike with it. Um, there was actually a guy recently in uh I want to say like Virginia who was hiking with Google maps and got lost and they had to bring out rescue, um, bring out a rescue copter to get him because he got so deep into the woods and he didn't know where he was because he was trying to hike using Google maps. Mm. Don't do that. Like (laughs) if you're going to take your hiking seriously, don't do something that's going to get you lost and potentially hurt just because it's free. Like fork out a few, fork out 30 bucks. It's worth it, especially if you're wanting to go several times a year. Uh, find something that's gonna be like help you, yeah, and keep you safe. At least use the free version and then just endure the uh, advertisements integrated into the app. Yeah, yeah. Um, can and, I- and 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 also, a lot of the programs won't let you um, make your own maps unless you pay for it. So oh, yeah. if you're someone who wants to create your own adventure then you probably need to, to do that. And I would say do it. Like, I know it's money, and but I pay for it out of my own pocket every year because I believe, like, the last thing I want my wife to have to worry about is whether or not I'm coming home. Mm. So uh, make sure you do it. I just think it's wise. It's, it's a, there's a lot of wisdom in using the right gear, and part of that right gear is also finding the right programs to use if you're going to use GPS. I totally agree. Um this is uh, going to be a bit of a somber and a mood change here, but I want to say one last thing before we got off here. Uh, I meant to say it at the beginning of the episode, but I forgot. Um, we had, uh, I don't know if you met him, but yeah, John Coffey, I first met him at the Ohio YouTube meetup. And he's, mm. he's such a sweetheart. You know, I subscribe to his channel, watch his videos, uh, but... Uh, unfortunately, as some of you may have seen, um, he has passed away. So, um, I think due to some health complications, but our thoughts and prayers with him and his family and, um, yeah, John was a genuinely kind person. 
He yeah. was a genuinely kind person. And I remember uh, when I got started in YouTube, I think he watched every video and commented on every single one. You know, just a <laughs> yeah. genuinely nice man. Um, I know he'd been fighting health battles for a few years and uh, finally had to succumb to those. And so definitely our prayers are out for his family and friends as, as they're mourning right now, the loss of a, of a good man. And uh, so maybe take some time over the next couple of days and hug and love on the people around you. Don't take them for granted because you never know what one day is going to lead to the next one. Lovely. Good closing, John. Nicely done. So with that said, thank you so much for tuning in to the Backpacking Podcast. For myself and Jeremiah Stringer, we will catch you guys on the next one. Adios, folks.